This is Asking for a Friend with Kyone Wolf. I'm Kyone Wolf. Asking for a Friend is a monthly advice show taped at CT Improv's Underground Comedy Theater in downtown Hartford, Connecticut. We tackle three different problems each night, and one of the rounds in between problems is called Why You So Salty, where the panelists and audience members take the mic to sound off about what's been getting under their skin lately. Sometimes it's super serious and hard to hear stuff, and sometimes it's totally ridiculous, but always worth hearing. And I love this round because it's so easy to twitch our fingers and get mad online, but there's something seriously cathartic about getting it off your chest in a room full of people who are hearing you. So here's a very special Why You So Salty episode from September of 2018. And the panelists that night were author and podcast host of The Last Year and backdated Drew Habersang and Janice Castle, the director of community engagement for the city of Hartford and CT Improv's Jim Bonaldo. Stay tuned after this segment to hear how you can get salty, too, and how you can keep the show going by being part of my Patreon, and I'll tell you about a Patreon member who totally rocked my world. Oh, and a warning, there may be profanity and direct references to adult themes in this, which is why you're here in the first place, but, you know, disclaimers. All right, why are you so salty? I'm so salty for the parents that complain about participation trophies ruining everything (laughs) for the current climate. Because I feel like those parents are the same parents that complain about their kids in front of screens constantly. You're, you're not giving them the trophy because they won something. You're giving them because you want them to participate. And nowadays, like, I feel anything that gets a kid off their ass and engaged with other people, give, give them anything they want. Get them out there. Get them running around with their friends. Yes, give them big trophies. Get, I, I don't care. Anything you have to do to get them out there, do it. Like, get them engaged. But... You tell these, and then the parents complain about, well, all I want to do is sit in front of the screen. You're their fucking parent. Take the screen away. <laughs> it's because you don't want to engage with your kid. You want them to sit down and shut up and be quiet. Don't babysit your kids. Fucking raise them. Raise your kids. It makes, it, all they want to do is sit in front of the screen. Take it away. And I, and I would love to, like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. My, my only TV in my house right now is disconnected in our basement because it was just, Ridic- you would turn it off, and you- they wouldn't even say words. They would just be like, ah! <laughs> No! It's downstairs. You're done. Go read. Janice, why are you so salty? I have a problem with people who don't like, take accountability for their own goddamn action. It's always somebody else's fault. Everybody has a choice. You chose to throw that bag of garbage out of the window. Now you say my city dirty. You're a dick. Mm. Simple. Your kid keeps watching TV and won't go outside and play. That's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Take accountability for your own actions. I'm so sick and tired of people blaming somebody else. Oh, the system is so set up. Get your ass up. When is the last time you applied? Did you? Oh, no. Is it going to come to you? Listen, I know there, there are things out of our control, so I'm no, in no way taking that away from anyone. But when you constantly, oh, it's this person's fault. Oh, I messed up because this person wasn't there to give me this. Shut up. (laughs) Please, shut up. So that's why I'm salty. Drew, why are you so salty? Uh, I'm salty because it's 2018 and black people aren't safe in America. Mm. I'm salty because... It's, we've never been safe in America, ever. There's never been a single period in time that I could time travel back to where black people have ever been safe 
or equal or respected or anything. I'm salty because killing black people has become a spectator sport where instead of going out and changing the world and using our people using their privilege to change things, we just watch black people get killed now. So instead of it being a secret, we all know and we still do the exact same thing, nothing. I'm salty because I have to watch my nephews go to school and wonder if they're going to come back alive, and it's a legitimate fear. I'm salty because when I see cops in my rear view, I fear for my life, and it's a legitimate fear. I'm salty because this is the world I have to live in. There's no other place on earth I can even go. I'm salty because as much as I love being an American, as much as I'm proud of where I'm from and who I am, America doesn't love me and never has. I'm salty because America keeps trying to convince me that it loves me. I'm salty. I don't have a choice not to be. I don't get to not be this. I don't get to not be in this body. And also, I get to be in this body. I get to be proud of being in this body. But I'm salty because this body comes with consequences. Being proud in this body comes with consequences. Deadly consequences. Being smart in this body comes with consequences. This body is criminal. This body is deadly. This body is any number of other things that they decide to staple to it. I'm salty I've never had a choice and neither has anyone else, neither have any of the other names that aren't famous enough or body cammed enough or, or public enough for us to know them and recite them and visit their graves or put them up on our Facebook page like it means something. It doesn't have to be like this. This is a choice that we make. We choose to live in this country. That's why I'm salty. Thank you. Don't know how to follow Drew again. <laughs> Anyone else salty? <laughs> Max. Hi. Uh, I don't really know how to follow that either because what I was going to say kind of pales in comparison, really. Um, I guess what I'm most salty about is the idea of anti-intellectualism. In other words, the idea that someone isn't informed and prefers to be uninformed. That's what makes me salty, and I think it makes me salty because I'm worried that if everyone chooses to intellectually isolate themselves, then we as a society and as a species come to a progress deadlock. Who else is salty? Okay, Why so, are you so salty? Uh, so before I begin, I just want to ask real quick. So everything that people have talked about are like these general concepts that are infuriating. Uh, a, is it okay if it's just like a personal thing that's been happening to me? One hundred. Um, how ex also, uh, is this like a PG or PG thirteen pod? R X. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Go for it, man. I love this lead up, by the way. This is nowhere near as serious as people have been talking about, but. I know, right? About five months ago, I got out of a divorce, and it was messy and unpleasant, but I was out of it, and I explicitly gave up an entire marriage worth of possessions to leave quickly because it was going to be dangerous if I stayed. I had to leave fast. The only things that I could leave with were pretty much the clothes in my room, and by coincidence, the one other thing that happened to be in the room at the time was a sex toy. And it was a very expensive thing that was made specifically for me, I got it custom ordered and it really just fit me. So the, I left leaving her a lot of money, a house, thousands of dollars of investments, all of this on the context of I'm leaving all this stuff. I can't be in your life anymore. Please don't contact me. It's been five months. A few days ago, I got a text from her saying, I want Rover back. 
And I'm like, wait a sec, Rover, by, by Rover do you mean this custom sex toy? And she was like, yeah. I'm like, do you have any idea how surreal and weird this is? And she, she clearly had no idea what I was talking about. She thought it was the normalest thing in the world. And in my head I'm thinking, okay, A, like really you're coming after me for this. It's been five months, we own a house together, we had pets together, this is what you're talking to me? Different kind B, of Rover. Let's <laughs> call it what it is. And B, what are you, this is something that literally fits just me. Why are you asking for it? Is she trying to do this like Cinderella setup where she's looking for the guy with just the perfect <laughs> Like the glass slipper. It's like, I regret nothing but, okay, I'm gonna get a parade of guys to come in and try this on and wait and, what are you doing? So that's what's been pissing me off. Thank you. Who else is salty? Salty because when bad things happen, in particular to black folks and other people of color, white folks be like, I don't know how that happened. And I'm like, okay, we really have to do, or y'all, I should say, have to do a better job of taking ownership of the privilege and the things that happen because this is a rarity for me to be in a room with a microphone full of mostly white people. And so in your communities, in your conversations, in your churches, in your synagogues, in your places of worship, in your workplaces, it's important to have conversations about the things that are going on that you may never feel, but you see, because that's what empathy is, is that you may never know what it's like to lose someone to police brutality or to walk the streets with Bloods and Crips in Baltimore when you know the narrative is that they're trying to stage a coup against the police, which is not true because I walked the streets with Bloods and Crips in Baltimore. I'm from DC after Freddie Gray's death. And so it's just kind of like these things you may not be, they may not be accessible. This black experience in this black body may not be accessible for y'all, but at the very least, one, don't say I'm not racist because that's just a weak defense and it's deflecting and it's also defensive even though it doesn't feel um, like aggressive, it's still very much not taking responsibility. Um, and I think it's important to take the time to get to know the names of people who are dying, take the time to get to, to spend time, even if it's like spending money in North Hartford or an area where you wouldn't go and eat there until that place ends up on Eater or like diners, drive-ins and dives. Like know your community, know the people around you, talk to people, don't isolate them. And like, don't think that like, if we're having an American experience, then the black experience within America is not just isolated to being black people. It's a part, part of it comes from taking the time to really um, think about what it would be like to not have privilege, to not be able to, you know, or to feel like Drew does, like that swell of emotion that he just felt wasn't something uncommon. It wasn't something just because he had a mic, I'm guessing that you feel that way often and sometimes feel uh, without words, although you, you laid it on us very heavily and eloquently tonight, but also probably sometimes you sit at home and cry, like I do as well, because we can't do anything about um, this, this nation that we live in and this, like white supremacy is real and it's not a buzzword or a taboo word, it's something we should use in our everyday language. So yeah, I'm just salty that it is 2018 and that a lot of white folks don't want to take responsibility for just the privilege, I think. I'm not saying that white folks are bad people, I don't believe that, but me being someone who loves Jesus and in the Bible it says anyone who knows the good they ought to do and does not do it also sins. 
And so I think that's a way to put things in perspective is that if there's some sort of good that you can be doing for someone who has less privilege than you, and then you choose not to do it, then that doesn't make you any better. In the same way, like Drew was suggesting, if you have the ability to give and you choose not to, that doesn't make you better or that doesn't uh, give you something to be proud of, I think. So yeah, a little salty about that. Right on. Actually, before you give the mic back, Ryan, uh, you mentioned workplace, having conversations in workplaces. Ryan is brand new to this area. Yes, so for the next two years, I will be reporting on guns in America. Guns and America, not guns in America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a two-year reporting fellowship um, in partnership with uh, nine other public radio stations. So we have Dallas, Chapel Hill, Atlanta, Greeley, Colorado, Kansas City, Missouri, um, Portland, Atlanta, did I say Atlanta? Mm -hmm. Atlanta, I can't remember them all. But follow at Guns Reporting on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, or gunsinamerica.org. Um, and so yeah, I'm new, I'm from DC, and there is a, um, a DC, WAMU in DC is a part of the fellowship, but I'm here in Hartford, I'm new. Um, and so if you love your gun, if you um, own a gun because you know you felt the need to arm yourself if you know about gun violence anything guns and mental health my grandfather um, on my dad's side took his life with a gun and he was a veteran um, all types of things like any gun anything holla at me R Lindsay reports <laughs> or Ryan Lindsay you can just look me up thank you for bringing me here I appreciate it so, I'm so yeah, glad hi. you made it welcome to Hartford <laughs> we got time for one more salty, salty. Why are you so salty? As lots of people have pointed out, it's 2018, and we live in a quote-unquote progressive state, and yet I feel like I have to look around over my shoulder um, before I kiss my girlfriend goodbye at night, and that makes me really sad, and I'm mad about it, too. That makes me salty. She salty. should be kissed all the time. She's amazing. Aww. Yeah, this is her. She's cute. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. For, Thank thanks you, everybody. to everybody for sharing your salt. Thank you and my lovely panelists. That was a round of Why You So Salty for my advice show, Asking for a Friend with Kyone Wolf. I'm Kyone Wolf. Thanks to everybody for being so, well, salty. And if you were particularly caught by what Drew was saying about being a black man in America, watch a word animation I made with his permission of what he said. I think it's really important that more people hear him, so please check that out at facebook.com slash askingforafriendwithkionewolf and share it, share it, share it. Thanks. If you want to get salty, or if you have a problem you could totally use non-professional advice on, go ahead and leave a message. I promise no one will pick up at 860-322-2019. Know that your voice may be used in a podcast or a live show, and your problem may be worked into the show another way. If you're more likely to leave a message if I promise to alter your voice higher or lower in pitch, just let me know in your voicemail if you want to be a chipmunk or, like, Johnny Cash. The number again is 860-322-2019, or we could do this the old-fashioned way. My email is kion at kionwolf.com. Now, I want to take a moment to shout out my very first Patreon supporter, Carrie Kennedy. She's a great artist, she's a big thinker, and she's got a huge heart, and I am so appreciative she got the ball rolling on Patreon. And you can keep this show alive and healthy and sounding great by joining my Patreon too. I'm at patreon.com slash Wolf. Signing up will get you things like behind-the-scenes access to making my shows, a handwritten certificate of awesomeness, and a personal thank you on one of these episodes. You can see all the levels and swag at patreon.com slash Wolf. Thank you for keeping me going. 
And if you want to be at the end of support for asking for a friend with Kyone Wolf comes from, email me, kyone at kyonewolf.com. Fame and fortune for both of us. Come to our tapings every third Saturday at 7 p.m. at CT Improv's Underground Comedy Theater. You can get your tickets at ctimprov.com. That's S-E-A-T-E-A improv.com. And check out my website, kyonewolf.com, to sign up for my newsletter and to help you blow off more steam by finding cool treats like a video of little kids talking about what makes them smile. It is so cute. Thank you for subscribing to and sharing this podcast. Whether you're extra salty or footloose and fancy-free, you're not alone if you're with me. And I'll see you at CT. Bye. Oh.